Kia ora, beautiful soul. Welcome to Bones of Business. I am your host, Corey J. Taylor, and we are about to jump your bones. In this podcast, we explore how to cultivate all the juicy foundations to have a wildly turned on, sassy, sensational business that you love, to truly feel it in your bones and know that you can anchor everything you want when you land in the body first. The Bones of Business podcast is designed to guide you home to yourself as the pivotal energetics of your business. We talk sex, we talk money, intimacy, leadership, emotions, bones, all the things. So be open to exploring. I have grown my business from zero to quarter of a million in two and a half years part-time. With over 15 years experience as a business owner, medical herbalist, breathwork facilitator, psychic and founder of the Kanika Academy, I want to break the fear that holds you back from success. Bones of Business is your place to come, hang out. Remember, you are so fucking powerful as you are and that your trauma does not need to run the show. Emotional safety is my highest priority in all of my spaces. And so if I do offend you, I apologize. I am still learning and growing and always a student from Down Under, New Zealand. If you love my work, please like, subscribe and share as I feel it in my bones that I am here for huge impact and new earth rising. Let's get you center stage of your life, sister. So within, so without, as above, so below, and through the bones, we fucking go. Welcome to the gorgeous and brilliant, blue, shining, beaming, gorgeous Deb Lim. Deb Lim is our business coach and creativity embodiment maven. Deb is this powerhouse that has truly inspired me in everything that she does. Um, Deb came into my life over nine months ago and we started in Elixir, my business mastermind. And now Deb has totally stepped up and gone into Sassy, my revenue share mastermind and biz everything, mistress mind, my inner circle. And it's so juicy and delicious to have you here, Deb. It's exciting to have you in this space. And I'm so excited to see what happens in our convo today, because I know we're going to go into some deep stuff and your bigger mission. How are you feeling? Yeah, (laughs) so excited to be here. Um, And just pumped, really. Yeah, excited is the word I think I've typed the most into messages (laughs) this week. So (laughs) let's just roll with that. So there's a little bit of fear in there. But that's, you know, but it's in the excitement um, vibe, which is really cool. I love that. So I actually heard this insanely powerful expression the other day that fear is excitement without breath. Mm. And I was like, wow, there's a whole shift potential in that, right? So from that point of view, what is on top like I know we have so much to talk about in one session you know like in the next half an hour but what's on top for you where are you at I know your business is literally booming like starting to really crack open what's alive for you Deb so many things yeah it literally feels like like February sort of has gone like literally like the lotus like a painting that I painted about four years ago which has this big sort of seeds like the heart of the lotus and all these beautiful petals unfolding around it and it feels like that's kind of finally where I've got into you know um yeah launching keepers of the blue flame which is a nine month journey for you know those of us that really identify and align with the blue rays star seeds and our double mission where we are our magic you know our personal mission also becomes our bigger mission in the world 
So that's um, going to be incredible. So I'm just about to dive into the cave of creativity, putting together all of the the content and the structure. Although um, every time I do that, I end up in the art studio. So I'm currently just painting a code for it, which is epic. And that's really wrapping together um, all of the things that I've been working with, which is like co-creating with light source. So using Reiki, um, light language and sound and color. So just coming into more vibrational and frequency um, style of work and moving that through everything that we do. Um, All of that, you know, deep shadow work that we do to up-level ourselves, but also all constantly looking at and then how do we share that in our lives, whether it's with family, whether it's with a school, whether it's with something bigger. So, um, yeah, there's three three three-month modules. Um, People that participate in that will have Reiki mastery at the end of it and so much more. So I'll be teaching them my um, emotional alchemy sessions. I haven't got a name for it yet, but it involves using all of those tools. Um, so that's really exciting. So it's, it's art therapy gone kind of next, next, next level. Um, and really the purpose of this course is to uncover the soul mission and remember that we actually came here with everything that we need. And when we tap back into our creativity and our creative essence, that's a really powerful tool to just peel away all those layers, all of that conditioning, all of that trying to fit into the box. So it's very well suited for people uh, like me that are a little bit of a kind of a rebel, like where do I fit in in the world? What is my purpose? What am I here for? You know that you're here for the big mission and you're just a little bit stumped on like what that looks like with this fear in the way. So yeah, that's Keepers of the Blue Flame. So that's kind of like my big baby that I'm birthing at the moment. We've been going through all of the the birthing phase Um, and that's super exciting. That's starting in mid-feb, so about a week away and I think we've got two or three spaces left, so it's going to be really exciting. Oh my gosh, I celebrate every single woman that stepped into that. Honestly, Deb, that's so powerful. So I know that you had a bit of initiation, like we've we've known each other for nine months. We've been working quite intimately together. And around a couple of months ago, you changed your hair color. What happened? (laughs) So (laughs) it was one of those moments where I was in the hairdresser. I had um, bleach blonde hair at the time. And I don't even know how it came up they literally just said, why don't you dye your hair blue? And it was fascinating because I'd had blue hair a little bit once before, which was when I reactivated myself as an artist after a 20 year period of not doing any art. So something in me just, I just felt like it was going to create a big shift somehow. I didn't know what, anyway, so I just let the hairdressers have full, um, full free range. (laughs) And I was a bit shocked at the result. It was like (laughs) electric blue, like blinding, blinding, blinding. And at the same time, I'd also just started working a container called activate your galactic channel because I'd felt very blocked around sound and light language. Although I'd had a sneaky suspicion that this was a really key part of my own unique codex. So I dyed the hair blue and yeah, and joined that container. I think I was driving down the road and that was the first time that I had like a big um, full, you know, channel of light language where I didn't feel like I was even moving my mouth and all the stuff was coming out. And I was like, wow, okay, we've activated something. I could feel my crown chakra expanding, like, you know, sort of from here to huge. 
Um, and at the same time, I was teaching a program called Womb Weaving, which was all about clearing and healing all of the things that block our sacral chakra, you know, home of our creativity. And so those three things combined, I, I birthed during that teaching, um, you know, the blue flame and discovered blue ray beings and just went, oh my gosh, I feel like I've found my people. I understand my purpose. I understand all of the shadow aspects and the things that I've struggled with at the same time. And um, yeah, it was incredible how having that crazy hairdo was a, a also just a big shift into I am different. I am unique. I am out the gate. I am outside the box. And I'm just going to own it because I have to yeah. now. No one can miss me. I so it was also it. breaking through that big fear around really being seen because mm -hmm. everywhere I went, people came up to me, even in the supermarket, going, Oh my God, your hair is amazing. I didn't get a single bad comment either. So, yeah. So it was super, super, super activating. Um, Absolutely. It sounds almost a little sassy. It was very sassy. Yes, <laughs> it's still a bit blue, but we've we're going kind of going bringing it back to the original roots as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah, oh, I love <laughs> that. I love that. It's almost like the the blue keepers have really landed, and so there's like this rooting that's now happening for you, grounding. That's that's it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. And so we when we started working, what's what's been the shift for you? Like when you started, we know that you know if you're okay with transparency here, you had the power, you had all of these tools. <laughs> when I met you, I was like, what is this woman? She's so potent and all of her tools are sitting here. What we wanted to do is weave it together, but what was the defining moment? Like what helped shift this into you being a fully fledged power empowerment woman who owns a business that is now, you know, sales of 15K months, you know, that's such a shift. What's, what's the change? I think if I had to just pull it right back to what is the one thing, you know, because I'd worked with coaches and I'd done various programs and I'd done sort of mindset and strategy or just, you know, lying on the table and being healed um, or that kind of realm. But it was, it was the embodiment mm. that, that you brought. And also, well, there is a few things. So, yes, it's all of the embodiment work. The embodiment work, probably the key piece for me, was learning to rest and that's still the work in progress but yes. I, was just, I was a total workaholic just going why is it never enough why don't I all I all I do is I put so much effort in it one of my kids who's very intuitive actually said to me one day um how come you work so many more hours than dad but he makes more money than you and I was like oh, 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 oh the dagger the bomb. I was like I don't know <laughs> and then when I saw you online, I'd never really, I hadn't followed you for years or anything. I literally just discovered a post where it was all about the body, the body, the body. And I was just like, this is the missing piece for me. I've got 20 years in entrepreneurship. I can do just about anything I sort of self-train myself to do in terms of tech or whatever. I've got all these things I want to offer, but I'm not in my human body. I'm, you know, yeah. Oh, goosebumps, truth bumps, we call them powerful. Yeah. And so I know a little bit of your history, but Deb has actually owned a restaurant, um, like been part of a huge charity. Um, you've been a personal trainer. Um, what else? There's so many things that you've brought into the piece and now your creativity is flowing. What's the biggest um, 
a thing that kind of really drives you? What's your why? It's um, been the same for a long time. It's interesting because many years ago, I was actually um, my awakening sort of my move to health and wellness from just being a photographer, still a photographer, by the way, was um, finding essential oils. And I thought, oh, this is the answer. And this, I'm going to do this business and it'll be incredible. Um, but as I was, you know, there was a lot of workshopping around what is your why. And one time I was just on my own kind of doing some free-flowing writing. And I suppose that was the first time I actually channeled something when I wrote this whole page, which just totally bamboozled me at the time. But I was, you know, I felt like the purpose was that I was going to, you know, activate and awaken um, light and, you know, and create this huge worldwide ripple effect of empathic light workers globally and blah blah and at the time I hadn't done any Reiki or energy healing stuff myself like I, I was just like what is all this where is it coming from and I think eventually I even threw it away but um but that is still there it's actually to create a massive ripple effect of change so the words that dropped in once I started stepping back into their creativity and owning my blue hair was um, activate creativity in a thousand people I'd also had another and the healing, the words come through, stop healing and start awakening people. So I was like, oh, what's that mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, and then I got the, okay, a thousand women, creative energy. I'm like, okay. And then, but really, you know, my, the one thing you didn't mention in the, all the many things that I've done was I was very involved in um, play center and I was the play center president and, a, you know, um, session leader and things like that with my kids for four or five years and I was deeply deeply in that ethos where we let the child lead the session we we don't put our adult what they need to learn on them we let them follow their zone of magic their interests their passions their genius because they already know all that and observe what they are learning through play and I feel like that is how we need to actually come back to that and weave that right through schooling, right through our adult world and just the way that we really operate. So it is actually the, the bigger mission is a vision of a different type of schooling or unschooling. I don't know what the word is yet, where children are allowed to actually just be what they came here to be without us trying to make them all the same put them in the box you know my daughter was getting ready to go to school this morning we had to take out the earrings and take off the nail polish and take everything that made her unique in different ways and stick her back in the uniform and I could see sort of her energy crumbling down you know and I'm like I know that um, there is another way and it feels like at the moment we're in a bridging process where there's a lot of mums teachers light leaders all awakening to this big mission we're ultimately the bigger bigger mission is we're all here for for earth healing for Gaia and what's dropped in for me is that for our children you know we are leaving them quite a big mess to clean up so we've got the opportunity now to empower them with getting them set up I suppose so that they can you know carry out their soul mission because they've come here to clean up after us so they need to be allowed to color outside the lines to think differently to be you know we need people to be thinking really outside the box so creative expression is a way to do that and I'm not talking about art it's actually about um making a mess coloring outside yes. the line, deconstructing unstructured creative play 
Yeah, I love that. And so it's like this lateral thinking that we desire to happen across the board so that we are opening to everyone's genuine, unique way of expressing and then allowing that to blossom into something so unique. And I love when you spoke about once you found the Blue Keepers, it was like all of these things kind of wove together. And as you landed your Blue Keepers, right, there was this activation of I am unique, I am different, and I still belong. That's the piece I heard. And once we really shift into I belong no matter what I'm doing, who I'm showing up as, you know, all of the pieces, we've kind of stripped back the identity of what's acceptable and allowed for the creative expansion of this bigger light, this golden version of ourselves that cannot be snuffed out. And I think that's, you know, it's profound when we really tune into that. And that's why I actually called the mastermind sassy, because I feel like there's an element of we just get to be who we want to be and then call in exactly what it is, not even call it in, just receive and surrender and open to feeling safe within ourselves to open to surrender to what it is. Because I know you've come back into your art. I know that that's been a really big shift. I have the most stunning and profound art on my wall from this gorgeous woman. And I also have the most incredible photography from this woman who gave me a VIP session over in Fidianga, New Zealand. And it was mind blowing. It took me weeks to land in that energy of uh, the photography that Deb did. So I think you've got two more spaces for your photography, don't you? It's all gone now. The whole year's gone from one post yesterday. (laughs) Amazing. Oh my gosh. Sensational. So if you want to pre-book Deb for next year, oh my gosh, do it. It's an entire vibe. I seriously, her photography is next level. You don't even use Photoshop and there were no lighting or anything. I was just in in awe of your ability and your um, passion and the way that you held the space as well for me to go in and go deep. So it's been such a beautiful co-creation. So I really celebrate you. Well, thank you because, yeah, that was another, you know, thing that was percolating that I just needed that, like, person to say, yes, I want that. (laughs) Yeah. For a long time. And then, again, it shows you how when you truly step into your alignment, probably do that one thing that you're a bit scared of, boom, 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 boom. I've hardly advertised it. And I've got, yeah, 12 bookings on my chart in front of me there. So goes to show you. It's sensational. Sensational. Lean into your zone of magic. Absolutely. And so being in Sassy, what's that shifted for you now? Like I know that things have really kind of amped up in the last four weeks for the earth as well as for, you know, individually, each one of us. But what's Sassy doing for you? What's it allowed and given you permission for? Straight away, it's that expansion of vision. You know, like you think even from last year, my vision was so much bigger for this year. And then if, course you know filling all those things yesterday and then we're nearly a week away from starting the keepers of the blue flame anyway it's like okay and then like we can actually do more you know expanding that capacity so you know like I put it out yesterday because I've I've designed a retreat that I've been trying to launch throughout all this COVID for several years so it's all ready ready to go so yesterday I was like it's feeling really right so I'll just throw that out there and have you know eight people say send me more information so yeah um, anyway, sassy, the vibe of it, I, and I want to just, yeah, really make this point is that each time I have actually invested more <laughs> and taken that big stretch of like, I don't know, at, at the time, I didn't know how I'm going to pay for it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not sure how I'm going to show up. 
it's like, I call it like the vending machine, you know, approach where you have to put the thing in first before you get the goods out the other end, or that's the universe catching you. Um, so straight away that I stepped up, yeah, the expansion of energy and then the commitment and the conviction to actually do what it is that I am capable of doing and have the capacity for being held in your powerful presence um, expands and then straight away, you know, we've reached the rewards of that, like within, I know, we haven't even really officially launched, have we? No, we haven't. <laughs> we start in a week, I think. <laughs> so we've already had a quantum, quantum leap and um, we start in a week. So yeah. 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 <laughs> so Sassy's doors are still open and I love it. Um, so this is the thing, right? Like there is a, a literal conviction that when you invest in yourself and as scary as it is, there's a moment in time where you have to be that woman that has invested because there is an element of, okay, I've chosen this and I move forward. What was that on my head? And I am now ready to hold the bigger version of myself, the next iteration of myself. And it is, it's, it can be a scary feeling, but there's also, like you said, exactly that. We have the capability, we know. And this is where Sassy and the Blue Keepers, you know, um, the flame is all about that, that anchoring the awareness that you have the capability now it's letting yourself have the capacity and often I don't know about you Deb but in the last week because I'm about to open Kanika which starts this weekend and we've got three more spaces um and Kanika is all about the bones and anchoring into safety of yourself but then um you know because of that the trauma bubbling up to be cleared what happens is we're initiated into that capacity. And so I have had the most bizarre three weeks in the last three weeks. And at the same time, for the first time ever, I over and over heard myself say, we've got this, we've got this, and this is part of the expansion. And it's like, it's not a reaching for something that you want when you step into a container as powerful as Deb's, as powerful as Sassy, what you're doing is you're actually opening to receive it. And that's a totally different shift. It's like, I'm not going out to get it. Same with creativity, I would say. Would that be right? Is that you're not going out to get it because it's not out there. It's literally an internal expansion of what you're available to receive. Um, and I also want to um, celebrate Deb in that, you know, I did a painting two years ago of myself and with my staff and I was just blown away. It was an oil painting. I did a course in it. And at the same time, I didn't go back and do it again because I was so fearful of not being able to replicate what I had done. And I was in Deb's free masterclass last week or the week before. I can't remember when it was. And I caught a couple of sessions and I didn't even notice but the whole weekend, this weekend, I took off social media. I actually uninstalled all the things on my phone. Um, and my first inkling was that I needed to get some canvases and play. I just needed to play. And so our dining room table is completely covered in so much stuff. There's glitter everywhere. I don't know how the new vacuum cleaner is going to handle that. And, and we've played and like I walk past it and, you know, it's not something I could sell, I, I would say, but it's something that I keep going, ooh, in my heart, every time I walk past it, there's this expansion of I am a creative being and when I am in my creative flow and my play in the playfulness of life, 
right? We observe rather than being in it, like in the depths of it. And it's celebrating the depths of it. Like when we are in it, there's an awareness that I'm in this and I'm experiencing it. I'm not it. And I think I've seen you totally expand in strides because there's an awareness of this is a process and I'm not that thing. I am actually just observing and experiencing the stuff that's coming up. And and I love how you talk about that blue lotus and probably the blue flame is is very similar and that the lotus is birthed from the mud like it's it's completely through that mud process and if we're not looking at the shadow then our hologram will be empty right our, our interface with the universe becomes empty so when we're playing in the field of creativity this is where it all expands right this is where it all completely like Totally, and this is the the, the process of because um, when I started painting, it wasn't for the purpose of selling out or anything. It was solely to uh, release the energy buildup that was causing me to have anaphylaxis and hives and anxiety and all the things, you know. And somebody said to me, "Where is your art?" And I was like, hmm, "I really feel like playing in some paint, actually." And so that's all I did was I just played and I let it come out and so it was letting go of if you know because I have formal art training I've got a degree in fine arts the pressure of having to create fine art is huge and that's what shuts a lot of people down you know I gave sessions away to the woman that attended those masterclass series and the creative blocks that had happened through being shut down from someone doing it better or coming in and saying doing this way and art teachers and all of that was was really big trauma that was showing up in really unexpected ways in their life right now but when you give yourself permission to actually make a mess to make mistakes to to see where it goes that becomes like an amazing process that you can then apply to your own life and how you carry yourself through you know like yesterday morning I will fully admit I had a spiral (laughs) I was just like I'm so tired. I can hardly move. And I had a, a deadline to finish. And I, but I, you know, I was like, what would Corinne tell me to do? And I was like, I'm going to go and rest. And I felt really yucky. There was some lots of, there was some old shame bubbling up. There was some things about getting it wrong and stuff. And so I actually started panicking a bit. And then I just took a breath and went, now what do we do? And I was like, it's about, it always is about letting it be seen. And this is why we have the visibility wounds, not wanting to show up on social media or put our business out there. It's like the five-year-old me just wanted a little cuddle. And as soon as I saw the, what it was related to, and it was really weird, but I was like, ah, not going to question it. Yeah. My five-year-old didn't have her mum with her right at that moment when something happened, you know, that's all it was. And I just took her hand and then in in my body, I just felt like all the feelings move. I didn't have to go and throw the paint around or scream or journal or have a big process. That was it. And then I felt lots better, rested some more. And then I went, you know, back to my computer and sold three more photo shoots and launched a retreat. Like this, this is how you do it. And and this is it. The capacity is like once you really gift yourself that permission, exactly as you said, the permission and that perfection is, is, you know, a trauma response, right? Then, then the magic starts to expose itself. Then the magic starts to move through the body and we start to have big shifts. So what would be three kind of tips or ideas for a woman who feels like, 
they're stuck, they, they're struggling in intimacy with their um, relationships, with their relationship with creator or source or universe or their purpose even, or even their belonging. What would be three tips around the creativity and opening that sacral, sacral power? Yeah, this was where we started in the, the womb weaving course because at the time I was having the symptoms of endometriosis and I thought there's a real learning in here because when I started really same thing, like delving into that pain and those sensations and letting it speak to me, um, the message was what is the one thing that you're actually, your soul deeply desires that you're pushing away and you might be telling yourself you can't do it for all these reasons you know, I don't have time and my kids and I'm busy and it's not, you know, I can't put myself first and that's not whatever, all the things. <laughs> so what I found and find across the board is that in most of us, there is like this little quiet whisper of the soul, this deep burning desire, this one thing, and it's probably your biggest superpower that's waiting to be activated that you are pushing away. So for me, that was my, my art, my creativity, you know, there's 20 years I didn't do anything. <laughs> and then bringing that to the front and center of of what I'm doing has is what's made it explode because I'm in alignment with who I am so what is the one thing that you deeply desire that you know if you just could throw away all of the reasons why not what is that one thing that lights you up what is your zone of magic what lights you up you can see it in people's face when they start talking about things you know they actually start to glow <laughs> because yeah. lit up it's lit up it's actually a physical reaction it's actually a thing so find you know what is that one thing and then go and buy yourself that blank canvas or a black canvas if white terrifies you or a piece of paper or a board or something get your kids um hearts tools that's what I started with some paint from the from the shed and some shitty old paint bridges and allow yourself to make a mess and just observe like what is coming up whose voice is that saying that you're not allowed to do it that way and, and start to deconstruct that and then start to you know if there's that can be emotional sometimes and then other times it can turn into just total um, joy. So messy play, um, unstructured, not for the purpose of, you know, having an outcome at all, just allowing because then you're opening yourself up to infinite potential. You're playing in the potential instead of like, this is my end goal. Because I can guarantee that whatever you think is your end goal probably needs to be about 2 million times bigger than what you actually think it is. And the third one would be start before you are ready. This has always mm -hmm. been my motto for, for every single thing that I have launched and begun, which has been a lot of different things over the last 20 years. But if I hadn't felt the fear and done it anyway, then I wouldn't have gathered the toolkit that I now have because for many years I thought, why have I done so many different things? What the hell? Now it all has come together. So um, I'm also running a business mastermind for people that are ready to launch their sole business or even just plant the seed and activate it. Like So it's for the very just getting going kind of women or you're wanting to pivot out of like working in a job into your sole business and how to do all of that. Cause that's my zone of magic is setting stuff up and getting things started. So that's um, why I've chosen to work with people that are in that phase. Um, we've got three or four amazing women in there already. One of them did her first live video because, you know, you know, when we're just doing the let's step right outside your comfort zone and got wow. inquiry for coaching like within an hour of doing that. So I was oh, 
There you go. This There's your you sign. Here's yeah. your sign. I love it. Yeah. I um I I think there's this magic piece that we have as children that we often at some point crushed. And I loved how you spoke to like that 20 years of not doing art. For me, it was 20 years of not dancing. And so the more we lean into the not wanting to do that one thing and that piece around what am I afraid to do, it's through the fear, it's not without it. It's it's letting the fear lead and then open up to that messiness and letting it be something that's beautiful. So many people saying, well, I'm waiting until mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But what I hear is I'm waiting till I'm not scared anymore. Exactly. <laughs> they end up like me paddling around in the circles, around and around and around you go. Until I love that visual. You get so fucking angry with yourself. You're like, I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. And so, yeah, it's your magic and your medicine. So, you know, bringing that magic from when you're a child, what it was that you loved to do, even as a teenager, and then bringing that medicine of what have you had to go through in order to land in your body and be that woman who wants to bring it all and be sassy and be totally turned on by it. And I love, I like Deb, you are a brilliant example of showing up in such a profound way because you made it happen so quickly. It's, it's, it has looked like a quantum leap, but like you've said, you've had all of this experience that has now come down to a landing moment. And I just want to celebrate you in, in every freaking way possible because I've seen it across your family. I've seen it in, in your intimacy. I've seen it in the way that you hold your body. I've seen it in the way that you see people. And um, it's been an absolute blessing to work with you. Yeah. Likewise, thank you so much for all your incredible, incredible gifts and um, what you've shared in the containers. It's just been so profound and so powerful. Yeah, to come back to being in our bodies and really, you know, treasuring it as the vehicle for our ascension pathway and and the vessel that holds our soul business and mm. you know all of the things. We can't mm. do it without the body. Exactly. Oh my God. So. The vessel, I just like I totally just saw an analogy there of like if the vessel has holes in it, even if you're letting spirit in, there's gonna be like, you know, the spirit and the alignment and all things, it's just gonna constantly be falling out the bottom. So letting the vessel be this beautiful holding space for you to birth your greatest version of you, that's fucking sassy it's like oh my god i'm here and i belong within myself and so therefore i'm not afraid to step out and do the things that do push me out of my you know comfort zone and let me lead on the edge right on the edge of that capacity so that i can open to more and more so i can feel your business being what 100 200k this year how does that feel exciting there's that word again (laughs) Yeah, but also really grounded. Like, I'm just like, it's time, you know, it's time. I've done my work. I'm still doing my work. It's just time. I love it. We're always students. And I think that, you know, that humility to keep grounded is powerful and a graceful thing to have too. So in every way, um, celebrating you. So thank you for being live with me. I love chatting on Sassy Conversations. This feels so good. I hope you have had, um, for those who are listening, please let us know if you're on the replay or if you are live. But let us know what your takeaway was because Deb has dropped in some beautiful pieces, absolutely powerful 
pieces and we know the power of Deb's work. People are changing around the world from the creativity that they're unlocking. And from that, that's literally opening this golden ray of light that that cracks through the heart, you know. And um, I actually um, bought a few presents for my beautiful sisters last year still haven't arrived in fact I think they've got lost so I'm just going to announce it now I bought all of my mastermind my beautiful mastermind sisters this blue woman and I just cracked up when I found out that Deb was doing the the keepers of the blue flame (laughs) because it's this blue woman and then gold cracking out of her heart and (laughs) I bought so many of the blooming things they're somewhere they're somewhere in the world and they they must look good to somebody (laughs) amazing because that's you know that's the the high end the sort of spiritual level part of the keepers of the blue flame that didn't even talk about is that is the activation of our golden plasma light body, yes. you know, actually behind the belly button and, yeah, just beaming that out into the yeah. world. The wow. samsara energy. <laughs> I know, I know. I know it's Kanika completely through and through and it's also, yeah, your powerful keepers of the blue flame. So for anyone who wants to awaken their purpose, activate their purpose and really embrace that sacral energy, if you have been stuck in that, you know, I'm afraid to step out and be unique and be the version of myself that I truly know I am, then I would invite you to have a chat to Deb. I know that she has payment plans for for all of her work um, and you can check in the show notes for all of her powerful masterclasses and all the things that come with gorgeous Deb Lim Creative Powerhouse. So thank you for being live with me, gorgeous. Thank you. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure.